We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Seventh pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Detroit Lions select Panay Sewell, tackle, Oregon. He's going to run it straight in. Jared Goldberg, yes. touchdown, Detroit Lions. DJ Hawkinson, yes. they did it. They tied it. They're an extra point away from winning this game. Oh, baby, how big is that? what's going on guys welcome to another episode on twitter spaces i am with my guy malcolm tyler will yep. be with us today malcolm what's going on bro how you doing i'm i'm slowly dying but i'm, I'm all right man I'm, I'm doing good man i'm not sure if i sound a little different right now i'm not sure if it's i don't even know when it is when is allergy season because my shit is so random i don't know you're is in Miami. i don't know how that shit works down there man, but over here mean... it's kind of like when like spring to summer kind of thing so Yo, my, my nose is like destroying my life right now this is like terrible but I, i'm still here i'm still gonna rock rock it out even if i'm not breathing through my nose but i'm here I'm all sorry. right so uh yesterday well we recorded yesterday that episode should probably drop tomorrow or sunday uh uh yeah sure yes it's, it's coming out it's coming out soon we'll, stay we'll tuned for that, that guys <laughs> it's about uh some dbs we talked about some corners some safeties who could the lines go after potentially really good episode um, it was a really Great good episode. One. I enjoyed it. Uh, today, we're just kind of like freestyling it. If you guys have any questions, come up and ask. Um, not really much to talk about. Actually, there is something to talk about. So, Malcolm, the Lions did fire inside linebackers coach Mark Delion. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, shoot. That was that caught me from surprise because, like, I thought some of our middle linebackers did play well. I thought Alex Azalone played well. I thought Jalen Reese Maven played well. I'm not sure if, we, if he got the best out of Barnes. So I'm not sure if that's the reason why they gave him the boot. I'm not sure if he was still in boxes on his day off. I'm not sure what happened. But it was kind of odd to me. Do you have the insight on that, like why they decided to go a different direction as far as that coaching position? There's no insight on that, but I think it's a lack of development from Derek Barnes, maybe. That's my best guess. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they just decided to go in a different direction. Maybe Campbell has his eye on someone else. We don't know. I don't know. It was just it was weird. It was just weird because I thought our linebackers played well, you know, other than other than Barnes. I don't think they got the best out of Barnes year one. But then again, he's a rookie. I'm not sure. But I thought Maven, you know, Jelly Reese Maven had his best year as a pro. 
Alex Azalone probably had his best year as a pro. Right. So I don't I don't know, man. That that kind of shocked me. I got a fun topic. So the Lions need another receiver. Calvin Ridley is supposedly on the trade block or like he wants out and the Falcons are open to moving him. So would you trade pick number 32 for Calvin Ridley? Trade pick 32 for Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Y- y- yes. Yes, I would. Yes, I would. Then you'd have to pay him too. Oh, wait. What's his market looking like? So I think it's not like it's not nothing crazy, not not like eighteen, right? It's nothing like that. No, right? no, it's probably maybe like twelve or thirteen, maybe fourteen, somewhere around there. Let's say twelve to fifteen. Is he worth? Is is he worth a first round pick? Yeah, dude, the guy's a baller. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll lead to, to towards doing it because I think with that thir- pick thirty two, you're either going to get a defensive player or a wide receiver at that pick anyway. So if you're gonna use that pick on a rookie wide receiver, might as well just use it on um, Ridley. The way I feel about this is I'd rather take a rookie contract over paying Ridley 14, 15, 16, whatever it is. Like if Jamison Williams falls, I take a chance on him. Um George Pickens is another guy to watch here. Jahan Dotson out of uh, Penn State is another guy to watch. David Bell out of Purdue, he's he's really good. People don't talk about him that much. He's kind of underrated. Um who else am I missing? There's this dude that actually showed up at the senior bowl. He's probably, he could be in play at 34. Christian Watson out of North Dakota State. 6'4", I believe 215. Very athletic. Um, he had a great senior bowl. So I feel like I'd rather maybe take one of those guys at 32 or 34, maybe even 66, right? Instead of trading number 32 for really? Calvin Ridley and then paying him. But the thing is also, man, you also got to think about it. You, you know what you're going to get out of Worthy. You, that's true. But, I mean, rookie wide receivers, for the most part, they work out. Yeah, unless you're Henry Ruggs. Not Henry Ruggs. Well, yeah, Henry Ruggs. <laughs> or I'll think about somebody else. I'll think about the um the receiver that New England drafted. That's they kill Harry. They don't they draft well. <laughs> they draft receivers well. They kill Harry. That was, man, that was, that was awful. Get to the star receiver. Yeah, that that was terrible. They tried, they tried to get a star receiver. They tried to draft one. They draft. I mean, they they drafted Gronk. They drafted Hernandez, but Hernandez, obviously, you know, that's that's another. Yikes! Story. Yeah, so, but that's that's a really touchy topic. Yeah, that's yeah. Gronk, Gronk is good. Gronk yeah. was good. I remember a few years ago, there's this kid they drafted. I forgot his name. Um, damn it, they took him. I think in the second round, was it? A receiver. It was like a few years ago, bro. Um, damn, man. I have no idea. I think the last he, receiver he I know that they drafted was the kill. He was injured a lot. I think I'm talking about like five or six years ago. Um, I forgot his name. If it comes to my mind, I'll let you guys know. All Very sweet, man. Yeah, but I have no idea. I bet you one of our listeners are like, it's this guy. <laughs> they know. <laughs> Um, it was, let me look real fast here. Oh, it was the fourth round pick. My bad. It was, uh, Malcolm Mitchell out of Georgia. Oh, Malcolm Mitchell. Hurt. I remember him. He was a fourth round pick. He yeah. didn't do much. Yeah, he, got, <laughs> he ended up getting hurt. So. And then there was another guy too, uh, in 2013, I thought he could have been real good as Aaron Dobson. Remember him? 
Aaron Dobson. Yeah, I remember him. Yep. But he, 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 I don't think he really panned out. Did he? No, he didn't. Is he in the league right now? So. No, no, no. He's out of the league. Yeah, I figured that. No, he's out of the league. Yeah, he didn't really work out. So. Yeah, I figured, I figured that. Yep. So I mean, I know I didn't. We I know we recorded after the the Super Bowl, and the episode is not released yet. But what were your thoughts on the Super Bowl, man? Malcolm, I gotta be honest. So I don't I don't know if like the listeners all know this, but you guys, you and Tyler know I'm a I'm like a Stafford fan and I love Donald and Ramsey. I've loved them since like, you know, they, they've been they've been in the league. So um so I was low I was like rooting for the Rams. Even if Stafford wasn't playing, I still think I was rooting. I I'd still probably root for the Rams just because those guys are my favorite players in the league. And like with Stafford, bro, I grew up watching this kid, right? He was he was drafted in 2009. That's when I became a football fan. And I literally watched this kid grow from, like, a kid to a man, to a father. And when you see that, when you see what he did, man, it makes you really happy. Like, you said he grew up a Barry fan. I feel like if Barry left the Lions and he joined another team, he won a Super Bowl, you'd be happy for him. Yeah, but I was a kid, too. So, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course, I'd be happy for him. I was happy for Stafford. But... My question is, what type of happy were you like? Were you like jumping up and down happy, or were you like, yes, oh, yes? Oh, and actually, one of my oh, friends wow. had money on the the wow the uh since the Bengals, and he was so mad. He was like, "Sit your ass out!" I was like, "Pro Stafford just won his fucking ring. Shut up." So, so, so you're you were you were just hyped. You're jumping up and down. You were. I wasn't jumping up and down. I was just like, like finally he did it. He proved all of his haters wrong. He got that ring. No one could say shit about him anymore because we've heard their narrative, right? Like. In Detroit, you know, he didn't win big games. He's not a good quarterback. All all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, then once he went to L.A., the narrative changed on him, right? Oh, Stafford is legit. He could take the Rams all the way. But we knew that from the jump. Lions fans knew that from the jump. The, the part that, people didn't really know that. Yeah. The, the part that pisses me off is that um, when he did when he did win, like the national media was like, "Wow, look at this no look pass! Like, look at Stafford do it!" And then, like, this is something that we've been saying, like, you know, Stafford been doing this before Mahomes. Stafford been doing this all along. It's like he's never got any attention, but now it's like, "Wow, look at him! Look at this no look pass by Stafford!" It's like, "Come on, man!" But Stafford been doing that, man. So I, I was happy for him too, man. I was happy for Stafford as far as jumping. I wasn't doing all that jumping up and down. I wasn't doing all that. I wasn't jumping up and down, but like I was, like when they scored a touchdown, I was like, I was like, hell yeah, like let's go, you know. So yeah, I was more neutral for that game. I didn't really care who won that game. I was happy. I would have been happy if Cincinnati would have won. If you know the whole story with the Bengals, their story because their story is very similar to the Lions' story, as far as you know, not winning a playoff game in over thirty years, you know. Getting a rookie quarterback and just you know rebuilding two years ago and then now in the Super Bowl and it kind of gives the Lions some hope. You could go from nothing to something in a matter of two years. So if they would have won, I would have been happy for them too. You know, this is I think I'd have been just as happy as them as I was happy for Matthew Stafford. So I think I was very neutral for that game. I gotta be honest, if the Rams and Stafford were playing that game, I'd probably be rooting for the Bengals. Um but you know, like Donald and Ramsey, I, I love those guys. And then Stafford yeah, obviously joined that team. So I had a root for my three favorite players in the league. Like all top three of my favorite players play for the same team. That that's like that's cool to see, you know? Kind of kinda of like a goddamn Avengers or something. Oh, all yeah. joint forces and stuff. I mean, 
<laughs> Goddamn big three. This is LeBron. <laughs> yeah, man. And then, you know, Stafford was sipping on that 42 in the parade and stuff. That was nice. He was loose a little. Um, oh, my Lord. Speaking of the parade, <laughs> I have to bring this up. Did you see that tumble from that reporter? Yes, I did. That thing was like the elevator, like elevator pressed down, and like she just collapsed. That was terrible. I think she, they said that she broke her or fractured her spine. Yeah, she did. But Stafford, I mean, Stafford was drunk. I don't really like, I'm not going to criticize him for that, but he did say they're going to take care of her medical bills and buy her new cameras and stuff. So that, that was nice to see. Class act by yeah, Stafford. Stafford had the same reaction I would have had if that shit would happen in front of me. Uh, that, that, that shit happened too fast. Stafford probably drinking. He, well, probably. He was drunk. He was rocked out of his mind. He was rocked. So yep. yeah, he, he had his first reaction was like, "Oh shit, I ain't see nothing." I respect that from Stafford. I respect the hell out of that from Stafford. I mean, dude, <laughs> I'm drunk, drunk, I don't know what I would do in that situation. Yeah, I, I would the same thing. I would have done the same like, exact thing Stafford did. Stafford, his first thing was like, "Oh shit, I ain't see nothing." Who, who fell? Uh, I, I wasn't. I wasn't here. I, I don't know what I would do if I was drunk because you know when you're drunk you do stupid shit and you're like you just I don't know. That was just that was just a reaction from Safford. That was just a, it was yeah. a nat- natural reaction. It is it what it is, man. And I, I don't fault him for that. It is he just didn't see nothing. He got criticized <laughs> for it. I mean, the guy was drunk. Like, come on. Like, if Did Stafford see- was sober, he 100 percent would have ran to her and helped her right away. We know what kind of guy Stafford is. I mean, I, I mean, I, it could have. He could have. But um, did you see like all the reports afterwards, like about? The lady that tumbled. Uh, apparently, apparently she wasn't. Her past wasn't as bright as her future I was. Honest, bro, digging up old tweets is kind of like um. You know, when you're young, you say stupid stuff, right? And when when you oh, get yes. older, when you get older, you you kind of grow up. Yeah, they were pulling t- tweets from like 2013, bro. Yeah, like, I kind of feel bad for. I, t- I kind of feel bad for because. 2013, like, how old was she? Like, what, 19, probably? I mean, 19, you still can be saying stuff, but, you know, you're a kid. Like, sometimes you're not, like, fully developed. You don't understand what you're actually saying. You're just saying things sometimes, right? So... Oh, she, that lady was saying the N-word more than me, goddammit. Oh, she was saying the N-word? <laughs> Did that, she? That's, hey, that's unacceptable. I take that back. I don't know exactly what it was. All I know is I heard, like, she tweeted some stuff out. Bro, she was saying the N-word, man. You cannot... She was saying the N-word more than me, man. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, I guess yeah, he was. So, um, I take back what I said. You can, if you say that, you cannot tweet out the N word. No, I'm yeah, sorry. That was, that, that's kind of crazy. We actually have some requests, and let's this, this bring up a one of our listeners. This man go by Six Mile. Let's bring him up. Yep. Come to the stage. What is happening, man? Hello. What's, What's up, up, bro? bro? Hey, y'all seen that? Uh, that that star, star when he was mic'd up, he was about to, uh, he was about to, like like he was about to fight dog. Yeah, oh, yeah, that, that junk was funny, dog. And he getting criticized about that junk too, dog. That junk crazy. No, bro, I like that, bro. When someone messes with your teammate, like he went up to the guys, like, "Hey, that's my teammate. Don't mess with." Oh yeah. Like I, did I respect that? Oh yeah, that that Detroit was coming out of him for sure. Oh, you already know. So what's up, uh, man? What's up? Hey, no, that's all I wanted, though, for real. Come okay, man. Hey, hey, man. Hey, hey. Thanks for jumping on, oh, bro. Yeah, no yes, sir. Yep. I know. Uh, Tink wanted to come up. Let Let me request him. Guys, you got draft we- questions, free agency questions, any questions in general, we'll yeah. answer all of them. 
Will Pierre answer those questions? I'll just be listening. <laughs> oh man. No, Ting said he doesn't want to talk to you no more. So um man, so Super Bowl happened, Stafford guy's ring. Yep. Line linebacker coach got fired. Man, what else happened this week? I mean, now it's like we're just now waiting for the for the combine right now. What's up, Tink? Oh, he's connecting. Oh, he requested. Did you did you accept him? Yeah, it says he's connecting right now. I just can't wait for this combine, man. Combine and pro days. Yup. Um, I don't know what's going on here. Maybe try accepting him. That's not still says connecting. Uh, I press accept, but it's not showing that he's here. Oh, he stopped. Okay. Let's see. He tried. He tried to come up. Yeah, he did. Anyone else want to come up? Anonymous, Vince, Jason, yeah. TK, Six Mile. Anonymous, I know. I know you have a lot of stuff in your chest. Okay, we got Jason. That's what's up. Let's bring him up. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hey, what's happening, Jason? Oh, okay, what's up? What's up, fellas? How's it going, up, bro? How you doing, man? So, I'm more familiar with Clubhouse. This is the first time I've been on stage on uh, Twitter Spaces. Twitter Spaces. Hey, yeah, welcome. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. Okay. Okay. So, um, man, I'm taking a sabbatical from TikTok, right? And I don't know if y'all can see my profile. I've been on Twitter since like 2009, I think it was. And Oh, you're a living legend. Yeah, I was podcasting on Blog Talk Radio 
from uh and we did it from our phone for like three years. And I think we oh, okay. I think we still got our wait, so uh, so wait, you were podcasting before? When when did you start? I st- we started then. It was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten, something like that. Right You were podcasting in two thousand nine? Yeah, man. I was we, wow. we were going heavy. This was like before equipment all came out and all that stuff. We was covering the Lions, the Pistons, the Tigers. And that's what's up, man. All of that stuff was happening like I don't know. It was it was crazy because I was just tapping into the technology that was new. And man, I just I right. just got tired of it because it was just man, the media world is is it's so corrupt, man. I just you know, I find I, I ain't gonna say I found the Lord. I just turned I just went back and started going to church more. So I, I cooled out. But um I was looking for producers and writers to keep the show going that we had going on. Cause we was doing like three shows a week and they was all recorded about an hour long. We would do lions pregame, um, you know, hit up all of the different little sporting events that was going on. Uh, we had a, we had a YouTube channel, all that stuff. So I've been looking for some cool people to chop it up with about lions. So you guys, y'all got some stuff going on. I appreciate it. Hey yeah, man, thanks, thanks a lot, man. You got any questions for us regarding the Lions or? Uh... So listen, when we was doing all of this, man, I knew just about every player on every roster, and I'm talking about. Yeah, we're we're pretty much there right now too. Bro. Yeah, so like, I'm, I probably know about the, some of the starting lineups of, of other line of the Lions, but I'm really intrigued by this team and this regime right now, and I am intrigued by the Pistons. If they really gutting out the uh they roster, but um, as far as the Lions go, I'm hearing that they got good cap space. If y'all could talk about that, um, as far as going into free agency, I I pretty much know what they need, but where can they spend this money? I'm not talking about offense and defense side of the ball or whatever. I'm talking about more so talent and what's out there. Okay, here, here that's you. All right, so you got the safety, uh, Marcus Williams. He was actually uh, – Aaron Glenn knows he's with the Saints. Obviously, AG came from the Saints, and Dan Campbell came from the Saints. And he's he feels the need, right? This guy's a playmaker. Um, you have – who else is out there? Uh, if, if they want another star safety, you got Quandre Diggs, right? Former Lion safety. Another baller, playmaker. Um if you want to go receiver, there's some star receivers like Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson. I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think they'll pay a lot for a receiver. Maybe they'll take a chance on Michael Gallup. He's young. He's coming off a torn ACL, but he's still young and he's productive. And ACLs aren't as concerning with all technology now as they were like five to ten years ago. Um, who else is out there? One guy I'll throw out there that no one has really mentioned, this is kind of like a Tyrell Crosby replacement, is Joseph Noboom. He is the uh, swing tackle for the Rams, and obviously Brad Holmes is familiar with him. So if the Lions want to upgrade as swing tackle, Joseph Noboom is a solid uh, left tackle, right tackle. He did well when Andrew Whitworth was out. Um, who else is out there? I'm trying to think. Pierre, do you, do you actually have like the – because I think you'll ask him for like the um... – like the, the the financial situations with the Lions, as far as like the right, cap space. Yeah. So, 
Um, so right now, like they they were at thirty eight million, but then they signed some guys to future deals, and those future deals aren't guaranteed, but they count about like I think around nine hundred k around there against the cap space. So they're around like twenty three to twenty four million, but once they sign guys, those future contracts get off the books kind of because they count the top fifty one in cap space. So and you release Trey Flowers, you create like another ten million in cap space, and he's probably going to get released within the next week or a few weeks. I, I don't think he's going to be a lion. I don't think anyone's going to trade for him. I'd be shocked if someone trades for that contract. So the Lions do have some resources to spend. Um, We'll see what they do. I think they're going to go on the defensive side because this team defensively needs some stars. They they lack star power. Yeah. Wow. And so you you so you believe that um they can start cutting guys as early as next week? Like Trey Flowers could probably be gone, and some other guys as well. Yeah, I think Trey Flowers is gone. I think that's the only guy they release. Um, there's no one really else. I think Big V, maybe they could ask him to take a pick or they could like extend him to lower his cap to lower his thing. I think uh, Taylor Decker, he has a really high he has a really high cap number, but you can't really do much with that. And he's a good player, so they'll keep him. But um yeah, Jason, I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it does. It does. I think um more so behind that is, is like how much of it are they going to actually spend or are they they're going to try to hold as much as they can as long as they can you know until you know the foundation of the roster is built through the draft because i don't i don't again i don't know how the regime does outside of what they did last year so we don't we don't see a pattern we don't know how they're going to move around in the draft if they are and so Having having money is always good, but spending it isn't always an asset either, especially when you don't know what you're building around until you actually draft. So right. That's that's because I'm 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 a big proponent on talent versus position or one side of the ball. I'm like, if you acquire talent, it don't matter; they'll get on the field. And I guess one thing that did come to mind, and I could probably. I can probably talk about this, is is that, like, is the linebacker position really drifting away? Like, is it super hybrid now where safety's playing down in the box? You know, it's two linebackers on the field, if not just one. You know, like, the game is just not the way that it used to be. Of course, they got to stop the run, but you're trying to do that with your front four. So, y'all can talk about that. I'm just... Like I said, I appreciate the information y'all give me, though. Yeah, so regarding the linebackers, especially the Lions scheme, I mean, they, they, they don't really ask their linebackers to do as much. Like, linebacker isn't like – they rely more on their safeties. And when you look around the league, too, most teams play 80% nickel, which means, like, three DBs, like, three corners. You got a, your two outside corners, your nickel corner, and you got your safeties in there and the linebackers. So linebacker isn't as important in the scheme as it is maybe in, like, other schemes – but they do need to upgrade that linebacker. Yeah, definitely. They definitely need to upgrade that linebacker because, I mean, they even though they played well, they, those guys played well last year. I think they could be better if they had better talent in there in the linebacker in the linebacker position. Yeah. All right. Um, let me bring up somebody else because we have um actually somebody waiting. Thanks for coming on, Jason. That's Thank you, Jason. Tink. Tink uh, wanted to come on. 
Tink did want to go on, but he left or he took himself off. So now we have Anonymous, who's here. Anonymous, what's happening, man? Anonymous. What up, fellas? What up? Y'all hear me? Yes, we can, man. What's up? Yeah, Yeah, so I'm going to have to be quick. I'm in a car driving, and it's uh, getting kind of nasty out here. Um, Hey, man, be safe, man. Stay safe out there, bro. So, yo, just a a quick question on Tracy Walker. I want to see, wondering what you guys would do with Tracy Walker. Given uh, him becoming a free agency, and as Pierre, you were just talking about, they need to upgrade at safety. Um, I tweeted about this, so someone was having a conversation a few days ago, and I personally think Tracy Walker is kind of a good possibility to be franchise tag, just because I don't think they really know exactly what they got from him yet. And what I mean by that is, uh, homeboy, he you know he makes a ton of tackles. A lot of people are saying you know he's a box safety. But during most of his rookie contract under Patricia, you know, they under they used him the wrong way. He graded out as a – he graded better as a free safety than a strong safety playing in the box. So I kind of wonder your thoughts on that. So when you look at Tracy Walker, he only has three picks in his career, and that's a knock on him. He's not necessarily a playmaker, right? But he's a really good player. Like, he's a good player. Um, he's a leader of that secondary. If you could upgrade, I think you kind of see what's out there. But if they also bring him back, I mean, I, I'd like that move because this is a guy who, who's kind of hungry. He wants to prove people wrong, right? Patricia didn't use him right. Um, he's the leader of that DB's room. And I feel like he's kind of just getting started, too, with AG and all of those guys. Like with AG and AP coaching him up. But if you sound like a guy like if you think you could get someone better than him, then I think you upgrade that position. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you on that, man. I mean, I, I really like Tracy Walker a lot. If they do decide to bring him back, I, I have no complaints on that end. Um, if they franchise tag him, that'll be I something sort of expensive that, for him. Yeah, that'll be something to think of because how much? What's the market for that? What would they pay him for a franchise tag for for a safety? So last year, Marcus Williams got tagged, or I think it was like around ten million, one year, ten mil. One year, ten mil. I think maybe this year might be a little higher. Every year gets a little higher. So I, I personally wouldn't tag him. I don't think he's worth the tag. I don't think he's that type of player. And I'm not a hater. I'm just being honest. Like he always only had three picks in his career, and he's kind of been inconsistent, right? But Patricia didn't necessarily use him right. Um. So we'll see. I don't think he's a tag candidate. I don't think he's worth a tag either. So. I- I don't really think it's his fault. I don't think it's his fault, man. No, you know, it's he, not his he suffered, fault. He suffered like, three three years with Pencilhead. That's the reality of it, though. Like, the guy has only has three picks in four years. So, I guess uh, yeah. more, of, um, more of a question is, what do you guys, what position do y'all think he fits best? Like I said, and as you were just saying to the previous caller, uh, the previous speaker, Jason, you know, this scheme isn't as reliant on linebackers as it is safeties. And the dude makes a lot of tackles, you know, especially, you know, up front, middle of the field, well, actually close to the line. You know, he, he steps up and he can fill that hybrid role. But then, like I said, you know, during his first few years under Patricia, he graded out worse as a strong safety and better as a free safety, which is kind of 
you know, it's, it's polar opposite of what he's doing now. So it's kind of like, what is he? You know, I, I still don't really get. I haven't looked at you know too much film of him, you know, any R twenty two, but it's like you know what what exactly is he at? That's one reason why I think a franchise tag might be worth it just to see exactly what you got. Give him one more year to see what you got without a long term commitment. You know what I mean? Yeah, anonymous. I think um, he's a free safety in this league, but he also could play the box. Like he's a versatile. Oh, I'm sorry, versatile safety. So. Um, I think like if you want to listen, if you want to give him a one year deal, I think you could give him less than a franchise tag to be honest. Um, but I think Tracy Walker is going to chase the back. So who, whichever, whether it's the Lions or someone else, because he's twenty seven years old, this is his time to cash, and he's he's about to enter his prime year, right? Yeah, he's not going to take so a whichever one year team. Deal. He's not going to do that. No, whichever team offers him the most, I think that's what it'll take. But say like the team offers him like nine million, the Lions offer him eight and a half. Maybe he'll go with the Lions because, you know, he's familiar with the staff and he, he developed under that staff a little last year. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Anonymous, do you want – are you, like, more to bring Tracy Walker back or are you looking to upgrade that position? I mean, I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm torn. You know, I'm kind of like – I like the dude. I think he's still ascending. You know, I don't think we've seen – like I said, he's only had three picks, but I really think he's a better player than that. So I would offer an extension, but it's got to be the right cost. And um, the reason why I mentioned franchise tag is just in case he, you can't get a deal done, you know, I would rather keep him than lose him. Just put it that way. I'd rather – Well, the problem is, like – when you tag him, it's like say the cap. I don't know exactly the tag number for say. Let's say it's eleven million. It's automatically eleven million dollar cap. But if you sign to a two to three year deal, yeah, you know you add a signing bonus. You can maybe backload the deal. You could give him like a big signing bonus. It's not an eleven million cap. Maybe it's like a four or five million dollar cap. There, right? Yeah, but you know, yeah, that'd be a lot of money off our books, man. Yeah, so you don't want to have it. I don't think tagging him is a smart decision right now. Yeah, so I don't, you know. I don't got my law degree and all the finances and all that. I'm pretty good with numbers, but I don't really know exactly how all the uh, cap numbers work. But I'm just saying that in case they can't get a long-term deal figured out, is without without having a long-term commitment. Because say to say it's a it's a bad decision. As you mentioned, he's only had three picks and he's been up and down under Patricia regime. But say you don't know exactly who you got. Of course, this coaching staff would know better than what we see. They've been in the building with him you know, right. every day throughout the week. So they they should know what his potential is. But, um, you know, performance is more is is better than potential. So, you know, how has he performed? That's what really matters. And um, I don't know. I'm still intrigued by him. I still think we haven't seen the best from him yet. So, but. Maybe neither. Yeah. I, think, I think there's another gear for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't think, I think if the Lions, uh, I don't think the Lions would tag him. If that's the case, maybe they'll just let him test out the market. See what God, he could God just market and then he's too expensive for them. They want to go a different route because the safe, yeah. there's a lot of good safeties in the open market. You got Jordan Whitehead, you got Marcus May, who's been hurt. You got Tyron Matthew from the Chiefs. You got Marcus Williams. I mean, there's a lot of good safeties in the open market this year. And maybe Diggs. that could also decrease the price. Oh yeah, Diggs. Maybe the amount of safety in the market could decrease the price of the safeties as well. Yeah, I love yeah, if that, that's, come that's, back, man. I love if Diggs come back to Detroit. Right? 
Yeah. That will be, be a nice story if he comes yeah. back, man. Um, but, yeah, that, that that cap hit will be a lot to, to tag him. I mean, just look at it this way. Pierre, you said we have, like, 39? 39, 39 right now, um, so, no, with, like, the future contracts, they, it was 38 originally, but they signed some future deals, so it's, like, in, like, the 20s, somewhere in the mid-20s, late-20s. Um, and if we if we let go of Trey Flowers, we could be back in the thirties. Yeah, I mean Trey Flowers. I don't I don't think he's a lion. I I think they're already like going to move on. They just have to make it official. Okay, so right, this, is, this, this, this is he out. I think Trey Flowers knows that too. Like he just his back. yeah, I think yeah, right. So let's just say that we have thirty five million to spend. You know, we franchise tag Tracy Walker, and that puts us at like twenty four or twenty three to spend. Yeah, let me look at this the tag number for safeties because I want I'm curious now. If it's eleven or twelve, I think it's gonna be eleven or twelve million. Because it's the average it's the average, right? I think that's manageable. That's how they that So uh, this probably the, if we if we it's probably the only situation where I could see that happening. Because the Lions never tag anybody. So no, because one. it's it's not really it's it's not really a worth it situation unless it's like a star player and you don't know what you want to do with them. Right. But it's it's, 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 it's a, it'll be interesting. I, I wonder what they're gonna do. I so want Tracy Walker to come back. Um, here it is. The projected tag numbers for safety this year is thirteen million per Spotrack. Thirteen Ooh. million. Fuck that, Tracy yeah. Walker. I can pack your bag for you. You can have a <laughs> high five. And- <laughs> I'll pack you a tuna a tuna sandwich on your way out, bro. You, yeah. <laughs> no nah, man, you can't you can't do thirty you can't tag him for thirteen million, man. No. Yeah, that's, that's a little, no, no. That's a little, that's a deeper. <laughs> that's deep. Yeah. That's yeah. that's deep. I I I would probably consider ten, like ten, oh maybe maybe eleven, thirteen, no. Yeah, yeah that's deeper than I thought. But I do hope they work something out. I hope they work something out and able to bring him back. If not, worse I mean, if they can't bring him back. And they are able to upgrade. They're really looking, just looking to upgrade, and get like a Marcus Williams. I'm happy with that too. I think Marcus Williams is the guy they're gonna go hard after. Um... Marcus Williams makes your whole secondary better. Yeah, Marcus Williams makes your defense better, and he's only like 25 or 26 years old. So this yeah. is the guy who could be here long term. Yeah, he'll be a long term. He'll make the whole defense better. He's a, like Pierre was saying, a playmaker. How many picks he has in his career? Um, I had written down yesterday. I don't have the paper. I believe it was fifteen picks. Let me fifteen picks. Oh. <clears throat> I'm gonna give you guys a little work. spoiler. I'll give you guys a little spoiler. We talked about all this in our last episode. Um, that I'm working on now. That's gonna be released in the next few days. It is about the free agents sec um secondary. So we're talking about all DBs and free agency, and we just talk about a few guys who we think could fit the scheme. So. That episode would be out shortly. Yeah, it was 15 picks, Malcolm. He's only uh, he's only missed like three, four games, 76 out of 80 games started. So that that's pretty impressive. Yeah. He's a reliable. Picks. I mean, that's cool. 36. Uh, I mean, 38 PBUs. So yeah. Yeah. So that, I think he automatically makes that 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 secondary better. Right. Um, you got anything yeah, else? Yeah, anonymous? one more thing before I head out here. Um, this defense overall, man, I think we're going to see a large jump this upcoming year. I'm glad Aaron Glenn is back because once they we, – we know they're going to end up drafting Thibodeau or Hutchinson. Add in a six yeah, or so free agency, and then, you know, they're going to dra- they're gonna fill out that secondary more depth and or the linebackers later in the draft. 
man, this defense could take a huge step next season. Like probably bigger than what everyone yep. anticipates. So Wait, so you don't think that you won't see them drafting a Malik Willis at two? <laughs> that was just bullshit. That was a joke. Yeah, you, you know how I feel about that. <laughs> don't crash. <laughs> you know how I feel about that, man. <laughs> I know how you feel about your boy Malik Willis. Hell no. Nah. I know how you feel about that. So no, absolutely not. No, not at two. Yeah. Right. You're, you're like you're like not at ever. I, I don't want to see a one. <laughs> but anonymous man, hey, it's been it's always a pleasure, man. Thanks a lot, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. We appreciate your support. Yeah, holla at y'all later, man. See ya. Yes, sir. All right, man. Take care. Um, Malcolm, there was actually Tink's been requesting. Let's see if he wants to come up, and then we'll bring Mike up afterwards. Well, Mike, I, I do see Mike is already here. Um, unless Tink, where is Tink? Um, he just DM'd me. He said he wants to come up, so. I don't know, man. He might have to wait, man, because uh, what's the cause already here? Let's go with. Oh, there you go. My Tink's guys, here. my guys. Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going, Tink? I'm at work. That's why my service is acting crazy. But I want to get on that. I want to get on that first topic that Pierre was talking about with them trades about the Deshaun Watson and the Russell Wilson. So me personally, oh, it's just some hypotheticals. We had some yeah, fun with so that. So me personally, I'm not trading none of my picks. Like I just feel like we got too many holes, especially not for Russell Wilson. Maybe the Deshaun Watson, but I don't. I, I, I'm still on the fence about that one. Um, I think the last gentleman anonymous, and it was the other gentleman before him, said something about a linebacker. I forgot exactly what it was, but I feel what they were saying because I just feel like like our team don't go about having a lot. Like, you need somebody on a defense, you know what I'm saying, as a quarterback. If it's not a linebacker, it need to be like a safety. And we don't have that. Even if you do got a good pass rusher, like, you need somebody on the back end, you know what I'm saying, that can generate the defense. Do y'all feel like, right. do y'all feel like this, this season? I mean, I feel like Derek Barnes got some traits, you know what I'm saying, but I just feel like they don't take linebacker as an important issue, like – at all. Like, do y'all feel like linebacker is a big need? It ain't got to be two or three, but I just feel like we need one dominant linebacker. Like, I ain't saying we're going to get nobody like Devin Lloyd and Nicole Dean type, you know what I'm saying? But it's still other good linebackers in the draft. Like, I forgot the guy name from, uh, what was it, Montana State, Joe something. Chad Muma, he a good linebacker. Like, but I just feel like we don't, don't. Our team, our organization never go about it getting a linebacker. In the early rounds, I just feel like within day one and two, they should be getting some kind of linebacker that can make an impact on our team. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm with you. I keep an eye on one of those third round picks, number 66, and I think it's 97. I'm not exactly sure what number that is, but um, I'd keep an eye on there. Maybe a guy like Darian Beavers, Damone Clark, uh, Channing Tindall. Uh, those are some names to keep an eye on. Um, now, Chad Muma, he's probably going to go in the second round. He had a really good senior bowl, and he's a really good linebacker. He moves well for his size. Absolutely, he did. Now, if N'Kobe Dean somehow falls to 32, I think you have to consider it. I, I have to. I like Dean. I, I consider. I, I still like Devin Lloyd better, though. Plus, Devin, Devin Lloyd's Lloyd going to be, be – he's probably going to win the top 10. Yeah, he's probably going to top 10, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm not knocking Dean, though. Dean is a hell of a player. You know, she was my friend, but – if I had my preference to pick between the two, I, I, I'm taking that Lloyd. But 
He's a good player. Yeah. And then I know y'all were saying something about the safety. I like Tracy Walker. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's not a playmaker, but, I mean, he's a solid foundation piece. But I would not be mad if they went out to get somebody like a Marcus Williams or I ain't going to say the Honey Badger, but somebody like Jesse Bates. But I know the Bengals would be a fool not to pay him. I would think- you, let me ask you, Tink. Would you, would you franchise tag a Tracy Walker for no. $13 million? No. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean I offer him a one year deal like the last guy was saying anonymous, but I mean I, it's it's still hard to say because like I said, it we still got we still got too many pieces. I love for him to come back, you know what I'm saying? And he get a running mate with him, you know what I'm saying? But Frank's out no, yeah. no, no way. I can't. Yeah, and um also safety's like thirty two, thirty four. Some guys keeping out Dax Hill out of Michigan, Jaquan Brisker out of Penn State, Lewis Cena out of Georgia. I think all those guys are in play at 32 or 34. Okay, let me ask y'all a question about the receivers. Uh, what they say, X's and Y's or whatever. So, so who, what receivers do y'all like? I know, Pierre, you said something about David Bell. David Bell so underrated and slept on. David Bell, biggest downfall, though, he can't separate. But, I mean, he, he go up in traffic. Like, he got good hands, all the good, you know, good intangibles. What receivers do y'all like in the later rounds? It's all about, like, pick your flavor type of stuff. You know, Christian Watson had a really good senior bowl, big dude. Jahan Dotson, the smaller receiver. I know Jordan Reed compared him to Emmanuel Sanders. But my receiver in this draft, I have two guys I love. Well, three guys, one of them got hurt, are Traylon Burks. I like him. Um, Jameson Williams and um, uh, who's the other guy? Uh, Garrett Wilson, right? Uh-huh. I think those guys will be long gone by 32. But if somehow Chris Olave falls to 32, and it's a possibility. So okay. Oh, okay. So wait. So, He's a really good route runner. Okay. So yo, so if it was up to y'all, just on the top of y'all head, no mock, y'all first with the first three picks with with no you know trades and none of that. Who would y'all take y'all first? So one 32 or 34. Cause that's, like being realistic. Yeah, realistic. Kind of. Because that's honestly three right. starters that just plug and play off immediately. All right, here's mine. I'd go Hutchinson. Um, thirty-two. Who could be in play at thirty-two? Thirty-two is kind of tricky. Please don't, I, please don't say no I have, I have yet. I have yet to do a mock yet. <laughs> I've right, yet to do a mock. Two, I got, I got mine. At number uh, two, I'd go with Hutchinson. At thirty-two, let's say George Pickens. At thirty-four, let's go with Lewis Seen. Okay. okay. Now, now, Tink. Yes, sir. I use. I heard you say the words. You better not say a quarterback. I was going, I was Why going, is that? Listen, because I just feel like quarterback is not a need for us right now. Like I'm just so tired of seeing all mm. these mocks and these analysts keep going. We don't mm. like we don't need a quarterback. Like let Jared go. Mm. You know, like you said the other day, Pierre. I mean, Malcolm, let Jared go play with this new with, with the same system he got and give him some weapons. And I feel like he can have a better year. I'm not saying keep him long term, but if he have a better second year, we possibly might have something on our hands. But at least give him a, a better chance. Like. He really didn't have nobody this year. You know what I'm saying? And that wasn't his fault. Like, we know what we had going on, but I, I just really don't want a quarterback. And I just feel like no. I just feel like the Malik Willis, he's a good quarterback, but he just – it's so much hype about him right now. Like, because if I if I had to pick and choose a quarterback outside of him, I like Sam Howell. But I don't mm. want a quarterback. We, we don't need a quarterback at all. Like, that's just I think – I got to be honest with you. I think, like, if Malik Willis falls or a guy they love kind of falls, I could see them package 32 or 34 or 32 and 66 or 32 or next year's one, whatever it is. I could see them package some picks and move up and go get their guy. That's understandable. Hey, Pierre, I heard you say something about Hutchinson at number two. 
like I said, I still like Kayvon, man, but I I'm I'm I, I really want Hudson. Like his motor is just I, relentless. I honestly feel like after the combine, I think everybody's gonna well most people will have a clear cut on who's gonna be there at two, who they want at two. Right. I like Kyle Hamilton I, too, but I just feel like we can't take a safety there, huh? Yeah, the oh, absolutely not. That that's that's who I want. That's, that's who that's a, who honestly that's who I want, man, but you can't there's no way you pull the trigger for Kyle Hamilton at two. It's just not smart to draft a safety at two. I just feel like so, if they I trade mean, back I, within like six or seven, then okay, bam. But I wish. The top one and two, no, I'm thinking And I'm that that'll be best case scenario if they could do that for me, honestly, man, but I'm going, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau um, at two if they can't trade back. So go ahead, Malcolm. I need your three. Kayvon Thibodeau at two. Uh, shoot. Um, I haven't really done a mock. Well, 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 my, well, my, my three, I'm going Hutchinson at two. I'm going 32. I'm going, what's his name? Jahad Dobson. Ain't got his name, Pierre. Oh, yeah, he's he nice. Him. And then yep. for 34, I want the safety from uh, Michigan. What's his name? Daxton Hill. Dax Hill. Yeah. Daxton Hill. Super, super. I like versatile. that. He can play. You can play free safety. He can play in a box. He can play in it like. I like that. But I like, I like that a lot. I man. like the guy though. Pierre said too though. Uh, what's his name from from Georgia? Uh, Lewis Seen. Yeah, monster. He's a monster. He's a monster. I think it's Seen. I don't know if it's Seen or Seen, but it's uh, he's fun to watch. It's Seen. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure about that. It, it's yeah, seen. he's fun to watch, man. He balled out in the natty. Yeah, man. It's it's like I said, we got something to look forward to though. The the the, the combine start next week. Well, in like a week and a half, so that's that's a good thing. But like you said, yep. the, the the combine really gonna dictate, you know, what players got going on and who we should, you know, what I'm saying. And then I feel like I feel like the fact that we we was coaching the the senior the recent senior ball that should really you know help our team out a lot. I just really hope you know they hit on this draft. Like I feel like they got to like if we got a trade back, you know, situation depending on what's going on and who. Who trying to trade up? I might do it, but if we just stand put, I, right now I'm just sold on Hudson. This is gonna be so hard to trade that pick, man. I don't think anybody's gonna want to trade that pick. Anybody's gonna want that pick. I think 32. You know, like when you get those fifth year options and teams want to move up, or if the Lions want to move up, I think 32 is a pick that could be traded, whether it's moving down or moving up, okay. because you know, like teams want that fifth year option right. and that 32 pick kind of valuable because at that fifth year option but again if the lions love a guy and they don't think they can get him like at 32 but maybe they get him at 23 24 maybe into the teens then maybe they trade up and get that guy but i know, you, I know uh, you've been doing a lot of research for year. i was just looking at it and said we got 10 draft picks this year they got five yep. picks at top 100 too that, so that that's that's huge that, oh my god oh man i'm i can't wait to i'm so ecstatic yeah. this year like regardless Win, lose, or draw. I'm, I'm a diehard Lion fan, but I just can't wait to see what, what we do in this offseason. And then free agents, I, I ain't going to lie. I'm not too big on, you know, going to break the bank. Like, all right, maybe if we were signing Marcus Williams or, you know, a receiver, I, I'll take a chance on somebody like Gallup. You know what I'm saying? I I would probably take a chance on Chris Godwin, but I wouldn't take a chance on Chris Godwin as much as Gallup because both of them in a prime, and I just feel like Godwin selling this higher. Even though he just sold his ATL, he's going he gonna to try to break the bank. So I'm not. He's going to get $20 million plus here. But there's one guy in free agency that a lot of I want to bring up. And this is if Charles Harris walks in free agency. And he probably will because he's going to get a nice contract. Um, Dante Fowler is a guy who's kind of like been unproven. Like he's kind of had trouble um, reaching his potential. Right. The same with Charles Harris before he came to Detroit. Right. 
I think this coaching staff could get the best out of Dante Fowler. I think this means like a one-year flyer. I know you had posted that the other day on your Instagram, and I wasn't a fan of it at first. But I mean, I guess that makes sense, like a one-year deal. Well, you know, when you look at when you look at Charles Harris, right? I mean, he wasn't really like he was considered a bust, right? But then he came to he Detroit was. and turned his career around, right? Mm-hmm. And same with Dante Fowler. He was like the number what was he a top top five pick or whatever he was. Yep. He just hasn't worked out. He's bounced around a few teams. Teams taking chances on him, but I honestly love the work that Shep is doing. Uh, Coach Shepard, Calvin Shepard, he's done a good job with Aquara. Yep. Uh, Charles Harris has looked good. By Aquara, I mean Julian because Romeo was hurt. But Julian came like he showed some flashes this year. Um, even Austin Bryant, Austin Bryant showed like we seen some. We saw some stuff from him this year we didn't really see in previous years. So I love what Coach Shep is doing. Trey Flowers got to go. He's just stealing money. Trey, Trey Flowers is going to go. Gotta go. I mean, he's gone. He's just been battling injuries. He hasn't gotten to the quarterback. I mean, he's just not. Damn all that. He's just making too, way too much money, man. Yeah, he got to go. Damn yep. all that. He got to go. He's just making too much money. He got to go. I, like I said, yeah. moral of the story is like, I, I'm, 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 I just feel like this team got so much potential, like moving forward. Like, yeah, this wasn't the best of the best season, but they they fought extremely hard for our head coach, and we just got them. We got all this draft capital, and then we got some money. So I just feel like y'all said we got five picks in the top one hundred. Like at least three or yep. four of these picks gotta be blue chip. You know what I'm saying? Grit, like getting it done. Players, superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like got so much upside. Like. And then Tink, think about this, bro. Like last year, they landed AJ Parker and Jamie Jacobs in undrafted free agents. So they have a good, they have a good eye absolutely. for talent, like absolutely. in every part of the draft and even after the draft. So if they could hit on their few few picks and then maybe get some, get some steals uh, and undra- undraft on on some undrafted guys, right? Right. Then you're like, oh shit, okay, well, like let's get this thing going. I, I I just I just can't wait for these combines. And Pierre, you you got to keep your mock. Cause now on when you do a mock, I'm a mock you. The last mock you did was good as hell. It was my friend. The last one you just posted was really good. It was kind of unrealistic. It was kind of for fun. Um, yeah. But yeah, man. I, like I said, I just wanted to tap in with y'all, man. I'm outside at work. It's cold as AG double hockey sticks out here. I just, you know, <laughs> just wanted to tap in with y'all. You know what I'm saying? And, and, but yeah, I'm not trading none of my picks. We we using them. Asset. Let's go, man. We we not we 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 we, 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 we rebuilding. Ain't no purpose to you know to, to mess up what we got going on. Mess up something good, like. No, Let's go, no, man. That's, right. that's, for, that's what I like. Trading for Aaron Donald, and that's a different story. But we not, not we not trading for AD. So. Yeah, Let's man, go, I, man. I, I just want to tap in with y'all, man. You know what I'm saying? Let a podcast. Let you coming what y'all up, bro. Doing. And the other guys who jumped on, they had some good points too. So you know, I like what y'all was on too, man. Tink, Tink, before you before you get off, yes, sir. Before you get off, um, the Super Bowl, Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl. Uh, how was your reaction with all that? I, I was, man? I'm a diehard Matthew Stafford fan. Like when he left to go to the okay. Rams, like me and my brothers, like we knew like Matthew Stafford gonna win the Super Bowl. But we, yeah. like Pierre was saying earlier, we knew Matthew Stafford had the talent here. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no look past Matthew Stafford been doing that shit for 11 years. That ain't nothing new. Yeah, you know yeah, Tink, bro. You know that. Ain't you guys know, I mean, I mentioned this yesterday when we recorded, but you know that, like, one meme with, like, the Bugatti and the shitty house? Yeah. Yeah, Stafford was that Bugatti and the lines were that shitty house. Yeah, Matthew, uh, listen, Matthew Stafford, he can, they can, 
if if they can get everybody back, they can repeat next year. I mean, that's easier said than done. I mean, ain't you know, no team really just repeated like that other than the New England era, but they got the potential. Like Matthew and then and then he's gonna have another full off season where all his man, skies is the limit with the Rams. I ain't gonna lie. Sky's the limit. Yeah, they he, he he got a ring, so that's all that matters. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I, yes, sir. I, I never yep. been a Matthew Stafford hater. I love Matthew Stafford. Right? So, Let's yep. go, man. Kudos to him to his, him and his family. But we ain't on them right now. We worry about these Detroit Lions because it's our town. We're going to the playoffs this year. Hey, let's go, man. Hey, man. Speak into existence. Down a little with that. I wouldn't put that much expectation. Speak into existence. Hey, no. Speak into existence. I ain't going to lie to you. Cause you, 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 you Yo, I used to be like that, but now I'm kind of realistic. Like, I don't want to go into the season expecting playoffs and be disappointed. Because, you know, this is still year two of a rebuild. Campbell got a six-year deal. So, but I just, like, we got to be patient, but, man. But we got – I just feel like even this season, we got good pieces. If Hawkins can stay healthy, solid tight end, superstar potential. I love DeAndre Swift. Our running backs are solid. I feel like we got one of the best offensive lines in the game. You, we get sure. some, we get some receivers offensively. Skies is the limit for our offense, and with these, it is. Picks, but like, go ahead, Pete. It is, but like, it's Jared Goff, the guy, right? I mean, there's a lot of question marks too, like the defense. I mean, even if you draft all these guys, right? Like, they still have to develop. It takes time, man. You, you can't just. I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they went to the playoffs, but also if they miss the playoffs again, I wouldn't be shocked. Like, they're still – this is year two of a rebuild. That's cool, but like you said, it's going to take time. And that's cool. We got time, but right now we got money and we got draft capital. So they got to build on that. Now, if they don't build on that, then, you know, if if we don't have the best of the best offseason as far as draft-wise and free agency-wise, I'm going to be so hurt. I'm going to be so hurt. I'm still going to support, but I'm going to be so hurt. Yeah, I think the way this team is trending – I do believe they do get some talent in here with the coaching staff and the way they were coaching. They think they could be a successful team. I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl or could, you know, I think they could contend the moral for the playoffs. The moral of the story is, for, for once, I'm 33 years, we got our own Detroit Lions culture. It's no nobody trying to do the, the Patriots way. Like, we we building our no. own culture here, and I love That's it. That's nice yep. to see. You ain't lying about that. That's I nice to it. see. Like, skies is the That's facts. Us. That's cool, because once we start yeah, winning, once we start winning, they're going to start talking about the Lions. Just like when they were saying, like, Matthew Stafford was doing them no little passes. Yeah, he wasn't getting the recognition because he played for the Lions. Ain't nobody watching us. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Well, don't worry about yep. it. We're we going to have a, we gonna, you know, we're going we gonna to pray on this. We're going to make the best out of this. And go Lions season 2022. Bro. Let's go, man. But I just want to Speak tap, it to existence, bro. I just want to tap in with y'all fellas, man. I'm about to get back in, get back to work. Because, again, it's H-E, double hockey sticks outside. And, and Jack Frost out here. And it's snowing so bad. They say Hey, man. I right, appreciate y'all, boy. Hey, I appreciate you, man. All right, All right. Uh, Malcolm, we have one more speaker. And then after that, we have to wrap it up. All right, man. Uh, let's bring him up. Let's bring him up. Hello? Liam, how's, how's it going? How's it going? First time on the podcast. What's up? What's up? Hey, hey man. man. Hey, man. So Welcome I to the show. I to tap in with you guys. Uh, I wanted to kind of check out what you guys were thinking. I, I liked a lot of what Tink was saying. Uh, but, like, as you guys brought up at the end, like, I know you guys like Hawkinson. I know you guys like Swift. But, to develop all these new young guys is going to take a lot of time. Like, do you guys think Hawkinson is a re-sign when his contract's up? Or do you think that he's going to be asking for too much money? 
I got to be honest, stay healthy, and he has to break tackles. He's a good <laughs> tight end, but he's not a great tight end. Wait, wait, the, those are your requirements? He has, to, he has to break tackles? Dude, the guy doesn't break tackles. He has to stay healthy, too. Like, <laughs> when you're drafted that high, I mean, like, he's shown flashes, but he hasn't really been, like, uh, consistent, you want to say, I guess, right? Like, he has some games where he'll go off and other games he'll disappear. Okay. You have I mean, to. He's not. I wouldn't call him a bust, but he has to play. I think he knows that. I, yeah, I'm with tough. you there. I'm that's... with you there. I think that. I think if he just keeps blocking though, and you know, he he's still going to be that threat. Another thing is, I mean, with his receiving core this year, like he's really been the main focus besides DeAndre Swift out of the backfield getting checkdowns every play. But once we get a nice receiver in there, or even just a couple good good receiver twos, I mean, well, who knows? It could open the offense up for him a lot. Hopefully, right? I mean, I'm a hot yeah. fan. I liked him. I loved him when he was coming out. Malcolm knows this. Tyler knows this. And some of our yeah, listeners did. know you, this. You but did. You did, unfortunately. He just hasn't – Um, he hasn't really, like, thought the way he – I thought he'd, like, he'd play so far. I, th- I thought he'd be a lot better. I, I think I think judging TJ Hawkinson this year is kind of unfair. Because it is. It is when but... it, the reason why I say that is because when he was there, the whole offense was dog shit. It that's, that's wasn't true. really wasn't really his fault. Um, the play calling was ass. Jared Goff was playing like doo-doo. Um, offensive line was – they were mixing guys in, in and out. He was the only weapon. It, it wasn't good when, when TJ Hawkinson was healthy and, and playing this year. Now, if you saw like the last five games of the Detroit Lions when the offense looked really good, you saw Brock Wright get some touchdowns. Now, those would have been – those touchdowns that Brock Wright would have had, um, t- those would have been TJ Hawkinson touchdowns if TJ Hawkinson was there. So, I think it's kind of unfair. Now, I do think that he has to stay healthy. That I think that's probably his main thing, and I think he has to just play. He has to play better. He has to take his game to when he, you know, when he went to the Pro Bowl a couple years ago. He has to do that plus more. Like he had to take that game to another level. I th- yeah. Is it possible? Yeah, he can. He could take that game to another level. I, I think, but it's not a given that he's resigned. Because if he gets injured, and he he could be out the door. He could be gone. Yeah, yeah, I'm I mean, I'm there with you, man. I just don't. I, I'm worried about a little uh, another Eric Ebron situation happening. Ooh, uh, ooh. I'm honestly sick. Didn't of we ban that word? Ends first round. Pierre, but... didn't we ban that word? Did we? Did we ban that word in this podcast? <laughs> yeah, we call him Eric Edrop on here. Oh, oh that's you totally don't... fair with me. <laughs> right, we call him whatever you guys want. <laughs> I'm right, just messing with you, man. I'm just messing with you, man. Good hopping on with you guys. All right. Hey, man. Hey, man. Have a good one, man. Hey, I wouldn't compare Hawkinson to Ebron. Hawk, Hawk, I like he has a, he's talented. He's really talented. He just needs to put it all together. And I think he could. Obviously, when your head coach has been a tight ends coach in this league and he works out with Kittle, if he could stay healthy, man, Hawk could be a really, really good player in this league. I think it's just health, man. Health and having a good offense around him as far as like the good play calls like if he was there the last five games i think he would have broke out and had some really good games if he was there but he he wasn't because he was hurt so he's got to he's got to be healthy man yep all right pierre uh do you think that is a wrap yeah all right guys wrap thanks for tuning in um Hope you guys enjoyed this. It was a little freestyle we had a little fun with some trade scenarios talk some free agency some draft prospects um all right guys i'm out peace all right y'all it's your boy malcolm um i know you probably don't really see me on here but if you want to follow me um i'm at mr hart underscore 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 
And yeah, man, hope you guys all enjoyed. And with that being said, I am out. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.